Today we're in the studio of Anu Ratikainen, who is a Finnish artist based in now Vanta. Um, or is it in, in Helsinki, I'm like both going back and forth. Okay. I'm uh, like uh, hopping the border every day. It's <laughs> such a distinct border. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you have very interesting work, but I would like you to describe it because it's, yeah. What do you do? Well, I work with uh, different media quite, quite broadly, but I would say that uh, light is uh, the connecting factor in many of my works, or at least have been in recent years. Um, I've been working with sculpture uh, mainly for past couple of years, but I've actually studied painting in Kuvataide Akatemia, in the Finnish Academy of Fine Arts. So I'm technically, uh, I'm a painter, if you would say that, but I've been working also with uh, video and performance and, uh, and drawing. And yeah, but recent years I've been doing these kind of uh, installations and, and, and sculpture and drawing that, uh, that make up this own world, I would say. And was, was there some point when you decided I'm going to create my own world here or did <laughs> it just happen? I think it kind of uh, happened. Yeah. I think uh, like like usually artists kind of uh, they have the the uh, at at the start they already have this kind of uh, uh, special um, interests that develop during their their uh, practice, and mm -hmm. then it just like broadens the world broadens, but it it's already there at the start, kind of the, the seeds of it. So, yeah. yeah, I think I I just did did art and it happened, <laughs> and the world grew. Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, maybe we we could begin with how you became an artist at all in the first place. Did you have an artist in your family or? No, my mom actually works with worked with the IT stuff. Uh, my my father did some comp composing, uh, but he was a mat mathematician. So I think my my both parents are quite analytical. Uh, so not so much like artistic influence from my family. So it was my I think it was my own thing. Uh, but but I was quite sure from uh, quite early on that I would like to be an artist, and it was something that I did pursue like quite confidently after after the the high school did they at some point say that hey maybe it's better to do something else in life or were they okay of course it? of course <laughs> uh people say that but i think my 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 mom was really supportive from the start she kind of believed that if if one does what one likes then everything will figure out she was really supportive and i'm really really happy about that. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. That is very important to, to have, especially when you're starting. Yeah, 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 totally. And I've heard that there's some 
like a lot of artists that do, that don't get this kind of mental support from their their relatives because of course this is such um, um, it's a bit risky it's a little bit risky I, I of course I wouldn't like to say or be too negative about it because usually if you are if you want to do the work and, you, and you're open usually things just, just figure out and you kind of find a way but but yeah it's it's of course um, yeah I've heard that there's a lot of a lot of uh, artists that don't get the support from the start from their family but but yeah then you have to just maybe trust more or or find the support somewhere else if you know mm. what you want or what you must do yeah of course and I mean there are people who listen to their families and do something else afterwards but yeah yeah for example my mom is a pharmacist yeah yeah but she was into drawing a lot when she was young but of course her her father would never oh, yeah. <laughs> in those years you, you just listen to what your parents say because you, yeah, you totally. just kind of had no other choice and yeah yeah and now she's she's already retired but she's thinking how to you know buy some canvases and paint and just start doing some drawing yeah it's, it's never too late it, it's still there in you like yeah this you want to express something or like just to be creative yeah yeah so i think we all have it this urge to create something maybe it's not art for everyone but but it could be something else yeah, yeah. and then of course our, our generation is maybe a little bit different in that way that we we mm, have more space to pursue these kind of uh, more individualistic careers careers i think than, than the earlier generation or at least the norms are a little bit more open for that I think yeah it's a bit more accepted also to not have necessarily the classical family and uh, yeah the job <laughs> yeah. your whole life and all that it's just the world goes that way but yeah yeah so what are you working on at the moment I have this uh, two-year project uh, that I've been working on. It's kind of like a <coughs> continuation to the earlier works that I've been working with, with the light and sculpture, uh, this this world of mine uh, that <laughs> sounded kind of silly creatures and and, and drawings that that combine light and and uh, sculpture and. Uh, and um, this kind of a biological and um, technical um, things. Uh, I wanted to kind of uh, take a next step uh, from a gallery space and take these 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 works uh, somewhere else to connect those themes on a new level and take the the works to nature and maybe some find some kind of ways to to connect uh, them like really like in reality with with nature somehow so I, I started with this kind of uh, these that I would uh, try to find uh, ways to to connect with nature with light um, and I've been trying to do that for for over a year now and I've been uh, reading a lot of uh, 
scientific research and been working with this uh, biologist to find some kind of ways to to find a connection um, that I could kind of co communicate with with uh, some kind of uh, organism or natural environment with light. But there has been this kind of a paradox or uh, a challenge uh, because uh, or artificial light seems to uh, be disturbing nature and uh, all the organisms and and so there hasn't been I haven't found any and we haven't found any any kind of uh, way to to find uh, like a some kind of positive com communication a way of way for positive com communication with some kind of uh, organism how do you see that positive communication uh, how will, are you thinking that they are gonna? Uh, I, I can't. Yeah, that's a good question. Also, and there has been like a lot of these uh, these ethical questions that have come up, and I think it's really interesting. But it has been also really challenging. You, you just, I haven't. It, it hasn't been possible to just go and do something. You, you test things out, and you are, you know, having some idea. You go there and look if it's gonna work, and if it doesn't, you just go to the another idea right? that's right that's right and i've been doing that uh and um and I, and, and um, a lot of these these uh, research researches that i have been uh, reading uh, they kind of uh, tell that all the artificial life light somehow disturbs the the organisms so i have just shifted the whole focus of the project to something else to to making uh, light artworks that uh, somehow connect with the natu natural light, because I I ended up in a conclusion that that if I take artificial light to nature, it's going to disturb something there, and it's yeah. in that way it's not kind of uh, working in a way I would like to. It not it's not uh, bringing something positive or something uh, non-disturbing in the nature. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been starting to make uh, works with natural light and create this kind of like a mm, big uh, installation that that um, follows the sun and works with the sunlight and, and stuff like that. that yeah. That's interesting. Then you can say I do light art during the day. Indeed. Yeah. Because <laughs> most of the light art we are used to seeing needs darkness yes indeed yes yeah. yeah yeah it's it's quite different and it's also that if you you if you're using uh, these artificial lights you usually have this you have the control uh, because you have the light you have the block you can you can put it on and put, put it off and you can move the light but if you're working with the sun you kind of have to Mm, submit to it, <laughs> beg, <laughs> so, beg. That it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that it kind of works. <laughs> yes, yes. So I kind of I like it actually a lot. So that you have to work with something, uh, something that doesn't follow you. You have to follow it. So it kind of uh, brings this theme of more like working with the nature and not making the nature work with you. It's a bit. Uh, Con uh, counterintuitive for a human to do that. I think <laughs> so, yeah. But 
if the search leads you there, you just go there, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it feels quite, quite uh, uh, clear now that I want to really do this. Yeah. How did you uh, go towards using and concepting about light when you start from painting? I was interested in light even before I went to the art school. Um, I made these kind of uh, light boxes that had uh, drawings on them. It was just an effect uh, behind the drawing. I think it kind of uh, brought some more, some kind of more dynamism to the to the to the drawings. But but there was always uh, something with the light that fascinated me, like in in itself. I think I always had I've had this uh, feeling, this kind of intuitive feeling that you can't really explain that light has life in it. That if you if something emits light, it's alive. I ha it's just I it's really intuitive and not rational thing, but everything that has light kind of pulls me towards it and, and fascinates me. Yeah, it has this kind of affective oomph or, or, or life or, or mystery or, or something. But then isn't it that the only thing that actually emits light is the sun? Everything else just reflects it? In a way you could say that because all the elect electricity in a way is from the sun. Or, or there's of course there's there's some uh, forms of electricity that that are not like they're directly s like sunlight or sun energy but not, well for example even even the oil that we are using for energy is kind of sunlight very very old old sunlight if you track it track it down to the like that that they uh, that the oil are like really old old plants that are kind of that are sunlight Mm. So in a way, yeah, all the energy, all the all the light on the earth is sunlight. If you want to make it like really simple and poetic, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Then, when then we are all made of stars and all that. Oh, that's that's, that's <laughs> totally the same. <laughs> yes, same caliber. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm I'm also pretty very much interested in light but uh, you have no, no. you you have been based like just your practice is all around that mm. and uh, yeah that's fascinating to me yeah yeah it kind of has developed like that uh, there's probably some kind of uh, like driving force why I do that but uh, I think it's it's so intuitive. Of course, it's it's really great um, material to ponder current topics because it like light uh, connects to our electricity and um, like nature and and also this kind of uh, capitalist. Uh, we consume a lot of yes, light. yes, indeed. So it's kind of a really. Uh, I think it's really contemporary material in a way also so in the on this um, conceptual level it's also like 
really interesting. But there's also this this kind of bodily uh, or like this intuitive pull to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are sitting in front of a drawing of yours, or is it drawing? It's drawing. It's a drawing. Yes, yes, with with pen. Yeah, it's a it's a drawing that I draw if if I'm kind of stuck or uh, I need a break for my mind. So it's developing quite quite slowly. It's not my my main focus. But I really like drawing and I love lions. They are also somehow a thing that has followed me a very long time. The lion who has some letters and symbols coming out of his mouth or yes. going in. I think they are coming out of its mouth, but I'm not sure. I think it can be like openly interpreted. <laughs> but yeah. It's a lion with wings also. It's very mythological. Yeah, I've had that in my works quite a lot, like from the start. Maybe that's what's creating this, this sense of its own world. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Even though it's kind of connected to to the mythologies and I think this kind of collective unconscious stuff and so it's not like like my world it's just one interpretation well, of your world is kind of also based on other worlds that you that's have indeed, <laughs> that's what I meant yes yeah 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 <laughs> apart from being an artist you have also been a, a curator in in some case yes a little bit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how it is like to be on both sides of this? Because maybe I see them a bit as two sides. I guess, yeah. Yeah. It has been super uh, interesting and educating and rewarding. It has been... I think the, the possibility to curate has... Uh, yeah, has uh, like been a really great learning experience for me, but also I've been uh, able to to meet such like different and inter interesting people, so it has been it has been super fun. Yeah. So you would be a curator in the future as well. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. Yeah, I would love that. I I've been um I've been taking um kind of a more quiet year last year, but but I hope maybe in future there would be some curating that I could do. And just for the sake of information, you were a curator of this uh, material light exhibition in Moo Galleria? Yeah, some yeah. Time ago. that was an awesome opportunity. Yeah, it was really fun. And, yeah, um, and um, I think the exhibition was really, I'm really happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> was there some other case or is this the... Uh, we also took the, the exhibition to, to Oulu, to Northern Photographic Center. So there was a couple of more artists uh, from Northern Finland joined the exhibition and and yeah so there was a, a couple of more works with the with the original ones yeah and then there was also the the the, the um, remote residency that we were both part of that was also a nice that, experience. That's how we met. That, that's <laughs> yeah. That's how we met because <laughs> it was uh, it was online, so we had never actually seen each other. Yeah, 
in the flesh. And today was so the first time. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was part of the Finnish Light Art Society. They were yeah. Yeah. Organizing it. Yes. In yeah. 2020. So yeah, so, so many long years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, Corona was already there, so it was not like the previous uh, age. <laughs> <laughs> it kind yeah. of feels like there was yeah. this world before, and, before after. and after. Yes, indeed. As a curator, you work with people, but a bit differently, I guess. Have you have you worked as an artist with other people? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, like for example, this project that I'm working on at the moment, uh, I I worked with a, a biologist uh, to collect some uh, some. Um, research and, and go through it and, and I'm also working with an engineer uh, he's great uh, he really knows his stuff I couldn't do this uh, like interactive uh, works without him so it's really crucial to have like good collaborations to to make more than just uh, sculptures sculptures that do something <laughs> how are they interactive well well like? well uh, the sculptures that are coming up, they they are gonna uh, move with the sun and reflect the sunlight to a specific spot and do stuff. I'm not gonna open more. They are coming. Okay. But uh, there's also this uh, this uh, older works that we made together um, that was uh, emitting light and sound, and it was kind of it was uh, consisting of two pieces and uh, and. Uh, the pieces were kind of uh, discussing with each other. The other was emitting light uh, according to the sound it was receiving, and and the other was emitting sound according to the light that it was receiving. So they were kind of it, it created this kind of information loop, and you could disturb it and go between the pieces and yeah. join the conversation. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a fun piece. So wait, where do you know exactly when this project will be shown now that you're working? Uh, I'm looking forward to, to exhibit it uh, next summer. So I still have some time to work with it. <laughs> somewhere in Helsinki or somewhere else? Yeah, um, it's. Um, I've been uh, planning to take it to several places that I'm gonna expose a little bit later. But it's gonna be in okay. Helsinki too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to, to to see it. Yeah, totally. I'm gonna invite you there. Thank you, and maybe I can share also when it when it's clear. Yeah, if it's open to the public. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, sure. That would be really nice. Yeah, I, I usually ask people a bit later, on, but you already mentioned that you you're drawing this line when you're stuck. Mm. Uh, about the stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting where you found. To, to, to cope with that in this one specific work? No, or I think this is... are you doing other things as well? I'm doing other things also. This is just one coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite... Uh, it's not very comfortable to be stuck when you're working with art. I think it, it's kind of like a... Um, there's always this dread that am I, am I like able to get get on or, or find a way but I think it it's um, there's a, 
the artistic work seems to go in these kind of cycles that you you get these like periods that you are kind of stuck and you have to in a way let the the process rot and and die in a way i think and then there's, then you can find uh, some kind of new start or opening where where uh, new ideas come so i think it's really important to be able to stop and do nothing sometimes so is that what you do apart from the lion you do nothing uh just wait it out no because it's so difficult <laughs> to, be, to do nothing <laughs> i'm is. just being clever here but yeah it's it's not so easy i usually just try to find a way but but usually when I, uh, usually when you stop trying, things just uh, open up and yeah. work out suddenly. Yeah, so trying too hard is usually the, the problem. But it's so difficult in this kind, in this kind of uh, society that we have, we have such an like a, a progress driven and uh, Productivity. productivity driven world so it's it's sometimes hard to just stop and listen yeah. if, if you if we get s stuck to this uh, this mindset that, that we have to produce something all the time or be moving forward then then we don't fertilize ourselves <laughs> <laughs> this is very nice. <laughs> you have to just fertilize yourself. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, because especially now it's, it's it feels like things are going faster and faster. Indeed. So I think this kind of uh, capacity to stop is important skill to have. Do you have a certain routines or like? Uh, actions of your process of how you work otherwise mm. when you come to the studio you come to do something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how do you get into it i have a lot of to-do lists and uh, <laughs> and uh, i think i just know what to do usually uh, that i don't have like a um, s these kind of structures that uh, i follow I just intuitively kind of you know, just come and do. I just yeah, I just kind of know what to do when I know what I'm doing. Well, it's it's you have said it several times that it it's pretty intuitive how you do things. So you don't have like a specific idea in the beginning, and you fully know everything, and then you just execute. Mm. Does it just comes gradually while you do things? I think it's both uh, that I usually have I, I I usually take a lot of like information and uh, inspiration in and then uh, some and, and then I doodle and do sketches and then it starts to, to kind of uh, come out at what I want to do and then I I think I know what I'm doing and I start to work worked with the with the works usually after I'm finished and I have like an exhibition ready then I like fully understand what I was doing 
and and those layers that and meanings uh, really like open up open up for me. So so I think it's kind of both that mm. I think I know what I'm doing, but in the end, I really kind of it, it really opens what I was doing, and maybe even after years, some some uh, meanings or or layers can open up. Do they usually just you you think of them later, or is it is it also from feedback you get from other people about your work? Mm, maybe both. I think uh, maybe maybe more like reflecting my own thoughts with my works. There's actually, I think there's not enough feedback in Finland. If you if you make art, it's it's. There's not so much critics, and uh, I usually I've been liking to to be in the exhibitions uh, and meet people uh, to get some kind of feedback or discussion or reflect reflection of the works. But sometimes you don't you don't get anything. You just make an exhibition, and and some people say that hey, nice works, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and then that's that. That there's not so much reflection. There is a bit, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. There should be there should be more. Maybe it's this like oh I don't want to offend you so I'm mm. just not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> Might be. Yeah, I think there's there's been uh like discussion bubbling about this that there's not so much like uh critics written and and, and stuff like that. Uh for example, the uh, Finnish Society of Light Art uh, is creating this kind of uh, course for critics to to write about light art. Uh, it's upcoming. Uh, sadly, I don't remember the the exact dates, but but yeah, it's coming in the near future, which is really nice. And you can send me later if if they are already clear the dates and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're still you're still part of the that light art society actively there. Uh, right? No, actually, no? I was uh, till uh, last spring, but then uh, then I decided to take a take a little bit uh, like a focus on my work and take a little bit uh, uh, more quiet year. Do you involve your friends or family into your work somehow? Hmm. Uh, not so much. Not so much, actually. Uh, my family has uh, sometimes helped me to, um, like, install an exhibition or, or stuff like that, like uh, handy things, help with with the, that kind of stuff. But not so much. I don't. I don't involve. They kind of accept that I have this this weird job, <laughs> and I think that's enough. <laughs> that is plenty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have the, these like anatomical parts sometimes. Mm, yes. Yes. This okay. kind of yeah, like biological imagery or something. If you would put it like that, uh, I think it's the the fascination with nature and like fascination fascination with creatures like uh, creatures that are other than us. They're also sometimes very mechanical looking. Mm, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, I think these these earlier sculptures have this kind of uh, um, feeling that they are uh, these uh, like um, life forms that that connect like biology and uh, technology in a way. For at least for me. And maybe this kind of like indus industrial feeling because I have been making them from uh, this in industrial steel steel uh, parts. I myself I see them kind of this this um, a little bit dystopian futuristic life forms maybe. There is something. There is something yeah. of that. Yeah, this that this kind, kind of vibe. Of yeah, this kind of skiffy, skiffy vibes that this new, um, new new project that I'm working on at the moment, I I wanted to kind of try to reach for some kind of like utopia or utop utopistic feeling in the works because I've been making many years for this kind of uh, little bit dystopian dystopian uh, uh, vibed works. Yeah, so I wanted to kind of have mm. uh, taste the other polarity <laughs> <laughs> but it's a gradient yeah indeed <laughs> of course <laughs> maybe the like the reality is somewhere in between how do you sustain your practice hmm? is is this what you do full-time at the moment yes i'm i'm very uh humbly grateful for kone satya for supporting me for for two years to work with this it's it's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Have you done uh, other like jobs of some sort to to be able to be an artist? Yeah, I've been waiting, uh, especially during the the like the studying years, and I've been doing some gra graphic design. I've been teaching the year before, actually before this grant. It has was uh, like uh, I was unemployed and I was doing three different jobs to support myself. So like I was doing uh, teaching and graphic design and these odd jobs. Yeah. So when you don't have a grant, then you have to figure something out. <laughs> yeah, true that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to get these pedagogic uh, studies at some point to be able to teach, like properly teach. Uh, between grants, if you if you have those kind of uh, non-grant times, mm. usually you do at some point. So I think that would be really interesting and nice because I really like teaching. Well, what kind of people do you teach? Like smaller children or uh, adults? Like young. Uh, I used to teach like youngsters, teenagers. Uh, yeah, kind of uh, a little bit. I think they were like a little bit more. A little bit uh, younger than teenagers, but but like about, yeah, and a little bit like older children, yeah, yeah. Old children sounds oh, funny. Old children, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, it sounds funny. <laughs> Aren't we all old children? <laughs> Indeed, it's the stardust. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah, hmm. yeah. I think we are <laughs> grown-up children. Maybe a little bit about the studio space now. Um, you said you were here not too long yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. 
two months now, so this is a new new space for me. Uh, yeah. Do you store all your art here, or do you have some other place as well? At the moment, yes. Yeah, so it's like really crowded because the the space is quite small. I'm I'm um, dreaming of uh, some kind of garage or um, storage or a little bit maybe a bigger bigger studio at some point, but but. At the moment, it's. I think it's not like completely necessary for me because I'm also working uh, in in uh, another place with with sculpture. So I'm kind of. I'm not working full time here, so it's okay that it's a little bit small at the moment. But if I uh, wanted to like go fully painting or something like that, then I maybe would need a little bit bigger studio. How big is this one? I think it's like fifty square meters about oh. if I took all my stuff from here then it would be okay but uh, now that there's so much like all like uh, these canvases and, and stuff like that then it's not so easy to get like a bigger canvases on the floor but yeah I don't have time to paint like big big paintings at the moment anyway so it's okay you paint on the floor usually usually yeah because I use so like um, liquidy, liquidy paints. What is the most important element of a studio for you? Uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, um, maybe the the space and uh, a space that is like uh, dedicated to the to the work. I think. And I think also like the intimacy that 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 you get to be alone in your thoughts. It's also nice to have like some some kind of society or like a social thing outside the door. But it's nice to have like the the door and like the place that you have like you're able to really focus. Yeah, there was this. <laughs> article at some point i remember some of uh some student in uh, in the academy uh glued it on on her or his uh, or their door it was an article about how to make your living room corner your studio <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was so funny, especially in the in the like academy environment where everything is a studio and like there's so much art everywhere and messy and, and like and you can see that it's impossible to really make a studio in your living room corner. Yeah, that just came up. That you there really are already two episodes of the <laughs> podcast of yeah. living rooms that are used as a working space. And I've done that too. I when I used to live uh like um, in a two-bedroom flat uh, not far away from here like three years ago I had a living, living room studio but I couldn't work there like really I think then I just uh, took one uh, one room in the garage just this uh, this society room that I turned in, into my studio <laughs> yeah to be able to work I guess with the with with your work it's pretty important to have a studio indeed it depends on the work because if you're like working with 3d or just with your laptop uh, or uh, like a some kind of uh, media that you can work with uh, with a the computer then then of course you don't need so much space if, if it's not 
like so spacious thing. But then still, it's good to to go to another location to to do your work there. Yes, that indeed. Is. Yeah, yeah. It kind of separates it from uh, from your personal life, even though it's never separated. Your, I think, who who are just really like can shut their mind off when they go home. I I at least think all the time I work when I go to sleep and when I wake up I'm just like <laughs> yeah especially before sleep that's yeah, especially yeah that, that's a very active <laughs> thinking period. indeed indeed <laughs> yeah but also I I have for for a long time at where I was living because at some point I was just kind of having a laptop mm, yeah and it was uh, just horrible and at some point I was like no I can't do this I need I need a space yeah, for yeah. Just for that. Yeah, yeah. Then in the same time, it, for me personally, at least, it's I need the space also to feel comfortable enough to to be in it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that everybody cares too much about their surrounding when, when they work, but I don't know. yeah, me at least. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, relate to that a lot. You kind of need this kind of containment to be able to relax and open up with the work. Yeah, yeah. just to feel good. That's right. Yeah. For a while before you start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember when I was in the academy, I was uh, like uh, focusing on the work, like thinking that it's just work, and and it shouldn't be like relaxed or fun. And I just like. And and my studio, I didn't have any any plants there, and it was like really um, boring and uh, and white and and cold place. I think my studio there, um, and there I learned that it's that's that it's really important. I, there was uh, this uh, studio mate that was uh, like on the same floor, and she had such a lovely studio. She had like plants and nice furniture there and it has it had like totally different energy and yeah there i kind of figured out that yeah you can actually have a nice studio <laughs> you can actually enjoy being there <laughs> you can have plants <laughs> yeah and it's actually essential <laughs> yeah not only you could but that. you should <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it, it just lifts your quality of life altogether yeah, totally. More. And it's not a such a big effort, you know, to have plants, for yeah. example. Yeah, plants are great. If you have windows, of course. Yeah, yeah. I At some point I was having a studio in a basement and a friend of mine gave me this plant that is not requiring much light. One of those that like the darkness. And I put it there next to the teeny window that I had. It was like this big. Yeah. And I thought it was okay. And then my my dad called me once. And I showed him the plant and he was like, why are you torturing this plant? Oh. <laughs> and then I moved it home <laughs> to, to just have more light access. Yeah, he was probably right. Did it recover? I mean, it, it wasn't in a bad shape, but it definitely grew more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it had a little more light. <laughs> yeah, I think you can get those those uh, like plant lights. Of course, it's not the same as the sun, but mm. but it can help. I, I'm sure the plant was a lot happier in the, in it, the it's above the ground. <laughs> it's still alive, so I guess yeah. I guess it's fine. Yeah. 
do you go to exhibitions a lot? Do you visit? Uh, I do sometimes, yeah. Yeah, and I also follow like uh, social media and, and try to at least somehow get to hang hang on what what what's happening in the art art world but i i could be more uh, active with going eh. yeah yeah <laughs> so much interesting stuff is happening all the time where do you go usually where when you go uh when when well, i go? where where i go well, there's what, what are good places for exhibitions? Uh, well, of course, the big museums, but uh, but there's uh, a lot of uh, like a this. I wouldn't say a gallery district district in a, like this central like Punavuori and central uh, Helsinki city, the center. Mm -hmm. Also, it's really nice that some uh, some galleries have uh, have ventured out of the the center. That is not like so so. Uh, like completely located there like sick has moved to malmi malmi station malmi wasn't in kanhelmaki yeah it was but i think they have moved to they, or, or they have moved to malmi now okay yeah i i have gone to that place before when it was in yatkasari yeah but then they moved to kanhelmaki and i i don't think i ever visited yeah it was yeah. just so far away yeah the kanhelmaki space was really nice but yeah, it's it's of course if it's so far away, maybe less people will go. But that's of course. But it's maybe the locals to the neighborhood go more. Indeed, and it's understandable that the, the rents probably are really high in the in the center, so mm. it's more affordable to to, to go outside. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's it's it's somehow nice to to take the art somewhere else also. I'm also uh, this project that I'm working on and I'm really happy that I can take it to some like weird places it might be that so, not so many people are going to see it but I think it's just fun and nice concept and maybe like some people that wouldn't see it if it was in a gallery will see it now let's see <laughs> yeah and it's also a good exercise for people to go to indeed different places yeah yeah because it can become very streamlined that okay there's the exhibitions let's go to this mm. routes that that's right it's usually yeah yeah um would you share some names of some artists that you like or follow their work uh or have influenced your work in any way huh that's a difficult question actually um I know. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have a lot of influences from other artists because well it, it's inevitable. Yes, indeed and and it doesn't art doesn't happen in in a vacuum as they say. <laughs> but you can also send me later and I can send you later. I can think about this. Yeah. Yeah. There's not so many artists that I would um follow all the time or like be focused on I think it's like uh, that uh, I, I, I see works that I like and maybe like uh, individual works might uh, might affect me more than just like a one like one artist's 
like continuous work or or praxis i don't know but but there's probably some i can think about them <laughs> okay yeah so i'm collecting from everybody and then i'm putting them on the website yeah yeah there's this section of people who inspired other people oh you're making some kind of map of uh, influences it's more like a list yeah but if somebody would be interested maybe they could make a map out of it yeah <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> yeah i it's still uh kind of it would need more data yeah probably yeah. to become a map but yeah yeah <laughs> you're a scientist <laughs> <laughs> in the future if any scientists would be interested to do that by all means yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe someone will. Sounds like an interesting research project, actually. Could be, yeah, like artist art, like a not artistic research, but uh, research about art. Yeah, I think uh, nature, like many many others say, is is um, is uh, like the the main inspiration for me. Mm, many of the like the shapes of the sculptures I've been making, I. I've uh, gotten the shapes from nature. Uh, yeah. But also like uh, kind of kind of symbolism and uh, mythology, mythologies and, and, and different kind of uh, stories inspire me too. Yeah. And now I've been uh, also reading these kind of scientific studies uh, and I found some inspiration from there but i have to admit that i'm not a scientist <laughs> so so it's 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 complete own world yeah but but nature i think that's mm. like the main inspiration and and also this kind of uh, inner inner world i think um, i have this kind of different uh, I would say without sounding completely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have these kind of characters in me or this kind of... Uh, like this lion, I think, is kind of... Uh, it's uh, like this inner symbol mm. or, or something like that that comes up. It's probably some kind of synthesi synthesis of uh, some stories and mythologies that i've been reading and being interested in but but yeah you could call them archetypes i would say <laughs> yeah 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 Jungian stuff is really interesting i really like like this uh this um sim like a uh, symbolism and and this archetype stuff and and how they uh, coexist in us in a way on a deeper level and this kind of like how our psychology works with with uh, those and I think um, art or visual art is, is a great way to, to work with that because uh, I think uh, like images are, oh, I think Jung said that images are the language or of unconscious I'm not really sure sorry if if I remember wrong, but but I think he said that, yeah. A couple of episodes ago, uh, my guest Keme, she was also talking about Young and how really? how much she is into into cool. his theories as well. You should you that. should meet. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't totally. know each other. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but do watch that as well. Yeah, yeah I will. I will. Yeah. This kind of like uh, talking about unconscious and and um, this kind of levels of being, it has come more acceptable. I think it was kind of more taking us not so seriously before, and I'm really happy that it's like uh, like coming com, com, coming out or or being more acceptable. You said you are following uh, social media. Mm. Uh, is that important for your practice? Do you? actively also post or do you use social media for just promoting your art um and i'm not so actively posting at least actually i haven't posted for a year i think now i used to be more active but but uh but yeah i am um, i yeah haven't been posting so much but uh I have been writing a blog for for during this project and it has been a nice experiment for me. So I think that has been like my output for a while. Yeah. I used to to write almost like every month, but now now I decided to take it like more easy, not to like push it. Mm. Uh and it has been uh, so much nicer not to like mm, produce blog posts but uh, like write them as as feels good and sometimes it's it's um, because w when you work it's usually that you can kind of go uh, in rounds and uh, go back to previous things and then go forward and, and it's pro it's usually not it's not so linear so it's sometimes kind of frustrating to stop and write about something that you're kind of already bored to or is already like <laughs> uh, like old old thoughts so yeah uh, it has to work with the work mm -mm. so it's not so, a documentation afterwards but yeah so it's yeah yeah so i've been kind of experimenting with that yeah but blogging is, uh, yeah, serious stuff. I mean, for for me at least, because <laughs> writing is generally uh, this been pretty difficult for me. Mm. But I know that there are artists who write a lot. Mm. Mm. Do you write generally, like when even before you decided to start this blog? Well, not so m much more than applications and like exhibition text. But but I find the find writing really good tool to figure out what you're doing and kind of sculpt it, the ideas that you have in your mind um, yeah but but uh, during the blog I have uh, found that I'm not really that analytical I am not that um, or my my think is thinking is not so linguistic as many artists have like this really like analytical way of working um but yeah i think the blog has kind of uh, teached me that that uh, it's not, it's good to to be able not to um form every uh, step of your process into words it's also nice to just let it happen uh, to have this kind of freedom with it yeah but sometimes writing is really nice too
and I kind of like it when when it's uh, beneficial. I mean, yeah. If if we were better writers, we would just be writers. We wouldn't need to be visual Indeed. artists. Indeed. Yeah. So it, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> totally. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You put it right. Well, thank you very much for this talk. Thank you. I feel like it was so fast, honestly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You had really good questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've been polishing them. Yeah. But yeah, um, one can see that. <laughs> but if somebody would have some other question that I didn't think about, please let me know. Send me a message. What do you want people to answer? It would be interesting to know. <laughs>